right, this is the Queens of Fantasy podcast, a podcast dedicated to deeply analyzing, discussing, and reading fantasy series alongside other readers. Each season of this podcast is dedicated to a specific fantasy series and or author. The queens in this podcast include myself, Marissa, Alex, and Taylor Orte. We are your guides and companions through your adventures with various fantasy worlds, so... That's our introduction. I love that. Wow, that was beautiful. Thank you. It might be hard for me to say uh, deeply analyzing quickly enough. (laughs) I'm already (laughs) picturing myself stumbling over it. (laughs) I totally didn't do like five takes of that. That's all good. Um, I uh, I was thinking about this earlier and I was like, oh my God, we're like the Gandalfs of the adventure. And that made me very excited. I love that. I feel like I'm more a Mary and Pippin situation. <laughs> Are you Mary and Pippin or yes. Mary or Pippin? Yes. 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 Both. Correct. Both. Everything. I we'll would like to be Legolas, but I will absolutely be Gandalf as well. <laughs> I, f- I, feel, I feel like there's a lot of characters I would want to be in Lord of the Rings, but if I'm being honest about which one I am, yeah. it's either Gandalf or Sam. <laughs> I say candle for Sam. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, whichever one Sam, Alex is not, I <laughs> Sam is the hero. So obviously, I feel like if anything, my superpower is just believing in people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I want I my superpower evil. to be is that I am an elf and just that's it. The that's, end of that's sentence. That's my superpower. <laughs> <laughs> I am elf. The fantasy kind of elf, like like the Legolasses of the world. I love mm. that. All right, so we are going to be talking deeply about fantasy series throughout uh, this podcast. And like I said, each season is going to be dedicated to a different series or different author. We, we're not sure where we're going to go with this yet, but there's all sorts of uh, options and possibilities, which is very exciting. There are many fantasy series in the world. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. lots of books to read and, you know, we're going to cram them all in as much as we can. Yes. <laughs> so I do want to start. Uh, so if you're listening to this podcast, uh, this is less about the fantasy series itself, and this is more about us, so you can get to know us a little bit before we take you on a journey through one of these series or and or authors or whatever. We're going on an adventure. We're going on an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's what you can expect from us. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start, uh, but I'd like to just go around and just say a little bit about ourselves. So our name, you know, important, an important <laughs> thing. Uh, so our name, a little bit about our background uh, in terms of like reading and, and books, and but also maybe not because, you know, we do have other things we do, I think. <laughs> Taylor's like, <laughs> what are your really? <laughs> All right. So I'll start. Uh, so my name is Marissa, as I mentioned, and I apparently have an obsession with creating podcasts. So that's <laughs> one thing you need to know about me. Uh, so this kind of came out of... Uh, the book jar pod, which I, Alex has been on many times, but I started with my, one of my best friends in the world, Megan. And we talk about a variety of books and series and genres and authors in that one. But what I really love about this one is that we're going to be really zoning in on a specific book mm-hmm. and a specific author and a specific series. We get to really dive into it instead of just talking about the overview. Both have their benefits but you know now I get both uh I also play a lot of video games so and like I re- if I'm not reading I'm playing a video game or painting Hobby number two yeah uh and uh so I actually also have another podcast there it's called the crowned heathens uh but that 
uh, I will warn you, if you're thinking it's going to be any organized, like organized anything like this, it's actually not organized at all. It is chaotic. <laughs> uh, we barely stay on topic. And and that's what you can expect. I out love of that. I love the that best of all worlds. Yeah, the best of all <laughs> Whatever worlds. you want, Marissa has it. <laughs> uh, I will also say I do have a background in creative writing. So I actually have a Bachelor of Arts degree uh, in creative writing. As well as one in dance, just to maybe just that, to break myself up there. Surprise you? <laughs> Two degrees, no big deal. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think one of my greatest dreams in the world is to become a published author. So that pretty much the basis of what you need to know about me. I think. Will you make that dream happen for you? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I will buy the book. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Already got two copies sold. <laughs> <laughs> so who wants to go next, Alex or Taylor? You go ahead, Tay. I was gonna say A comes first. Oh, all right, well, I can go. Um, so yes, I'm Alex, and I will actually for this you know season of the podcast will be the host. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna be stealing the mic from Marissa, even though we all have mics. <laughs> but you know the lead <laughs> and i will be hosting because i am the one that has read the series and we're keeping a secret right now so we'll wait till the end to you know mention that whether we mention it or not anyways <laughs> um <laughs> i uh, obviously like to read i read a lot more books last year than i did this year because i had a child so that's sort of taken up some of my time i guess um, but what else do you need to know about me? I don't have any degrees related to books. Um, I don't have any degrees at all. So, you know, none of them are related to reading, <laughs> but I am a graphic designer. So I don't know, maybe I'll talk I, about... I like how you managed to make that sound unimpressive, even though like <laughs> I've seen your work and like you're a very impressive person. Thank so. you. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, maybe I'll dissect some of the covers of books we're reading. Who knows? Maybe that'll come up. Mm. Um, what are other hobbies that I like to do? I like to run. That, again, nothing really to do with books. Um, yeah, I'm very excited to be a host of a podcast yeah. though. Um, I don't have multiple podcasts like Marissa. I do have multiple Instagram accounts, so maybe at some point those they, will be plugged. <laughs> you know, it's just a progression. Yes. I'm going to be honest. Once you, you get started, one, you started an Instagram account and then you start a podcast and then you're like, wow, podcasts are so fun. I should just have one for every little niche corner of my life. <laughs> I should turn every interest I have into a podcast. <laughs> yeah, everyone wants to hear me talk about it, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, basically, I pretty much only read fantasy. That's my that's my vibe. I, oh, I, yeah. don't, I don't stumble out of the genre uh, very often. <laughs> that's actually a good point. So I didn't mention what I read a lot of, but I, I read everything. Yeah. I think the one genre that I've noticed that I don't read a whole lot is mystery. And I'm trying to close in that gap a little bit, you know. It's yeah. like a weakness. I got to, like, strengthen up. <laughs> Get some Nancy drooling yeah. here. Yeah. That is all. All right. That's Alex. Tay. All right. Um, I'm Taylor. Uh, if you call me that, though, I think I'm, you're uh, mad at me. So, Tay. Tay works. Tay works. I'm going to um, remember that for when you say something I don't like. Taylor. <laughs> like Taylor. You also, you might hear Tay call me Al in the, so like it's Alex or Al, but either really, either works. Yeah. It's uh, probably just going to be Marissa. That yeah. sounds really yeah. boring now. <laughs> well, maybe we'll work something out. Yeah. Actually, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, this is literally my second time sitting in front of a podcast mic. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday was the first time for uh, the book jar for Marissa's podcast, so. Check that out. Um, Shout out. Shout out. (laughs) Um, I, too, have a child. Um, He is eight years old. 
uh, and a big fluffy black cat. <laughs> oh my god, I was confused. <laughs> His name is Timber, and he is my life. I was um, like, how did how did we go this long without like, a child? An eight year old child. A second. Um, is that kitty? <laughs> yeah, so I'm a cat mom. Um, my genres that I read, I fantasy is a favorite. Yeah, we were trying to figure I, out these genres this morning. <laughs> I'm always looking for an escape. Um, and then balance that out with some nonfiction, political, race sort of Feminism books, you know, memoirs. Books. Yeah. You know, just a mixer up. <laughs> Taylor's I... very opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> like fantasy and then something One or the nonfiction. Other. Completely opposite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I crochet and knit. We love it. Oh, I cross stitch. Should have mentioned that. Oh my god, I embroidered one time. <laughs> <laughs> I have all the stuff That's for like, it. Oh wait, but tell her what you embroidered because it was great. Did what? you embroider the shirt for Trevor? Oh, I did. Um, shout out Trevor. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I embroidered Gengar's face on like a purple Love sweater that. for him. That, that's amazing. Was, yeah. Love everything you just said. So <laughs> don't ever ask me to do anything <laughs> like that for you. It takes a lot of effort. It does. Yeah. Um, what else about me? I think that's probably it'll come out. Most well, of I think it. one of the things I want to mention about you is is, and I hope this is okay. Although we can cut this out if it's not. Oh my god! Um, you read at work a lot. <laughs> I've heard. Uh, yeah. So is that, I'm, uh... is that is that sanctioned by your employer, or is that something we don't want to mention? Um, it it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I am a laborer <laughs> worker, so whenever there is a downtime. I I have a book in my hand and I'm I love that. reading. I will bring a book with me everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So like I, I had this thought. Uh, I met you guys for coffee like two days ago and I brought a purse that wasn't big enough for a book. And I actually like the coffee shop was five minutes from my house. Um, <laughs> And I knew I was meeting you like and I, I, I got there maybe two minutes before you guys did. And I was like, I should brought a book. <laughs> like, <laughs> should brought my book. <laughs> I, whenever we're leaving the house, I'm like like genuinely to go be social with people i'm like i i shouldn't bring my book right <laughs> yeah but i'm gonna bring my taylor book. always has a big purse with a book in it and anytime i take a book anywhere like knowing if i'm gonna be like waiting in a waiting room or something i always think of you because i'm like oh, taylor always has a book i should bring oh, a book i love that you think of me Aww. that's cute <laughs> <laughs> all right so i kind of want to talk about uh we 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 discussed this a little bit but like are there any genres you guys really don't read or like subgenres you want to talk about in terms of fantasy that you really like reading i am um i will dabble in sci-fi too on occasion i feel like like if you force me to read something other than fantasy (laughs) like i read like the what am I trying to say here? The nonfiction books I've read are about running. So like not as many people specifically want to read those kind of books, but like I read fantasy and then I've read a few like books about running and I did just buy a book Taylor told me about called, what's it called? A woman's the game. Soccer one. Yeah. It's about um, women's soccer. So I am excited to actually read that because it sounds interesting mm. though, but I will go into sci-fi because it's close to fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I like what I like, okay? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, I do not dabble in uh, anything, like, scary. So horror yeah. and 
thriller like even no, mystery could I, be, could be I'm afraid that. I really because I find and I'm I'm such a baby when it comes to like movies but I can read something that is horror and like be okay I think it's actually worse for me when I read it than when I've watched it <laughs> the imagination's too strong yeah, it's too vivid no. <laughs> I'll read thriller though because I have read the Da Vinci Code and like that was good is that a thriller? It's considered thriller. I think it's also considered oh. mystery. I think esque. I mean, I did read that. Yeah. So maybe you'll do. But that wasn't. I don't know. Scary. Like I have Stephen King's It on my shelf, knowing fully I am. I I don't want to read it. Oh, I <laughs> do too. You can see it right there. Uh, <laughs> I've I've read uh, two Stephen King novels. So I've read uh, The Shining and uh, The Stand. <laughs> <laughs> I I have read an entire series by Stephen King, the Dark Tower series. Okay. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. She hate That's like a that hot one. take. I read the entire thing because someone suggested it to me. They were like, you'll love this. I so, really didn't. <laughs> so I really liked The Stand because it felt unhinged. Mm. So like The Stand is like about a is there's a viral outbreak like so it's like instant no yeah it's like very (laughs) it's just like about this like virus that spreads and then the world goes into like this apocalyptic 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 a popsicle apocalyptic apocalyptic kind of uh, world and you have like people you know in like almost gangs and cults and Mm -hmm. stuff like that like it's really the world has broken down and then like the reincarnation of the devil shows up and i just remember now i'm intrigued wait and i was like i just remember being like wow like i wasn't ready for that like i wasn't like i don't understand or like the jump uh and it was really enjoyable because i was just so unprepared for it um whereas the shining was like what i was expecting yeah (laughs) Uh, but I, I feel like the possibilities are endless when Stephen King gets going. So, <laughs> Is dystopian under the term fantasy as well? Because like, No, it's not. Okay. It's actually under the term of sci-fi. So I should... I should okay, so sci-fi works. So that's then. my role like, in this podcast the is the, the nerd. <laughs> Marissa is our... Literary Actual brain. knowledgeable. <laughs> I've just read books. I don't I'm, I'm going to be like... Them. Marissa has legit <laughs> qualifications. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... That's the other thing I kind of want to talk about. So I, I'm going to be using certain terms a lot. Um, and one of the things that we're going to be potentially talking about is like low versus high fantasy. Um, so we're going to be potentially taking on both kinds of series and authors that write both. And uh, when I say low fantasy, and I know this is something that Alex kind of jumps to too of like thinking it's about quality mm-hmm. and it's not about quality. So low fantasy is by definition, just something that it takes place, a magical story or a fantasy story that takes place in our world, but with an element of ma- like mm-hmm. a magical world kind of adjoined onto it, right? So, I mean, the very classic example, or, or, I, you know what? I'm not going to use the like very classic, but I'll <laughs> use a really classic one, which would be like Twilight. Yeah. So Twilight would be considered low fantasy because you have the real world but then there's this vampire society. Hmm. Um, and whether that's a great vampire society or not <laughs> is not, up for debate. That's, that's a separate podcast. <laughs> but, you know, that is actually a low fantasy novel. Not because of the quality, although that's open for discussion as well, <laughs> but because of that element. Whereas then you have high fantasy, which again is not a qualification of quality. It's actually just talking about how much fantasy is in the world. So mm. I'm going to say two names that are going to not 
be comfortable for a lot of people. And I love putting them in the same sentence together because <laughs> it will not be comfortable for a lot of people to hear together. But Sarah J. Moss and J.R.R. Tolkien are both <laughs> in the high fantasy world. I do love the comparison of that. <laughs> I, I just I use that as like, this is not this doesn't have anything to do with quality. This doesn't have anything to do with the substance in the books. Like you can have a totally like erotic fantasy story and it still be high fantasy. Mm -hmm. And you can have a literary fantasy story and have it be low fantasy. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where we're coming in. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have a preference of high fantasy versus low fantasy? I feel like my, I just jumped right in there. Sorry, Tay. <laughs> my preference used to be maybe like I got started in lower fantasy, low fantasy. And mm -hmm. now I would probably aim for, or like I'm going to gravitate towards I fantasy. feel like. But I, I don't, I don't like judge a book based on whether or not it's going to be. High fantasy or, or low, low fantasy. fantasy. Yeah, I just think like the books that I'm generally reading right now are more high fantasy. Just Yeah, just it's more like a, like a a phase that you're going through yeah. with the high fantasy. Like, I want I, to escape from this world completely. So. Yeah, I actually don't want to be reminded of anything to do with this world. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously there's books that go kind of in between where you have, you know, a more fleshed out world or like, you know, I'm thinking even, uh, and I don't want to say this is a good example of it or one I want to talk about deeply, but Harry Potter has that feeling of like, you're really slipping into a different world or if there's like but a portal to another world, that's where like you might feel like it feels a little bit more like high fantasy, but it is still technically low fantasy because it's attached to our world. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing I was going to say was I feel like people get nervous reading high fantasy mm -hmm. because there's so much world building that they have to jump on board yeah. with. And I've heard that lots from people who are like, I really want to read Lord of the Rings, but I probably won't get it. Read it. No, but you read <laughs> Throne of Glass and Akatar, and those are all, like, both of those are high fantasy. Mm -hmm. You have world building that you need to understand, and that is hard to understand if you're not paying attention. Yeah. So, yeah, like, they're explaining a magical system. They're, they're explaining a totally different political system. They're explaining religion. It's high fantasy. It's maybe a better introduction to high fantasy because, you know, it's, I want to say a little bit like less pretentious, maybe, <laughs> is like a good way to explain it. Yeah. I mean, uh, Lord of the Rings would be hard to jump into if you've yeah. never read high fantasy. Before. I wouldn't <laughs> recommend it as a first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I would recommend it as a read, which mm -hmm. is why, you know, I'm, 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 like, I just feel like people get intimidated by it. And I'm like, ooh, but if you're already reading other high fantasies, like, you can really jump into that mm -hmm. if you want to. What's your vibe, Tay? Low or high? Um, I don't pick my book based off it, but high fantasy with beautiful world building is just, like, chef's kiss. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I love it. And then get a little obsessed or hyper fixated and <laughs> want to... If be in that world yeah. <laughs> i'm stuck between two worlds <laughs> i i feel like the best books i've read generally tend to be high fantasy because there's more like there's more to sink into it feels like and there's less like real world rules that are like holding you back mm -hmm. like i guess as an author is it like a is it like a inability to uh buy in when you read low fantasy to the like idea that there's magic in our world no i don't think so okay i'm i can get behind that <laughs> you're like <laughs> i want magic that's fine <laughs> 
I just think that like there are elements to literal earth that if you're writing a low fantasy that are gonna still have to be there. I can't think of an example right now, but when there's underlying rather things that have to be there. Then creating your own world, there what's the rule? There's yeah. no rule. Yeah. This we'll is your world. Rules. Make it so, whatever you want. A really interesting I was just thinking of like a blend. So one book that I would say is like kind of right in between low and high for me was Stardust by uh Neil Gaiman. Mm-hmm. Um because you have um, you know, this town that is bordered on this wall. And once you cross the wall, you you literally pass into another world with its own rules and its own, you know, history and all that stuff. But it's still technically in conjunction with our world. And I feel like I like those a little bit um, better than like the full low fantasy where like we were passing through something that is now we're going into a different world. Mm. I will say I do have a soft spot for urban fantasy. I love the idea of like big city vibes and then there's just like a a vampire and a, a witch <laughs> and like I just I kind of love that. Um I'm a big fan of of that as a subgenre. That being said, I don't think I find ones that are like amazing a lot and that don't have <clears throat> you know faux incest storylines. <laughs> <laughs> not to call out any series in particular but i would never <laughs> i would never i've never done that before um yeah so let's let's kind of go i i just kind of i want to know how quick of a reader you are um i would say my pace is slow but consistently it takes to read for like six to seven hours a day <laughs> <laughs> so maybe more <laughs> so your pace is slow but your passion is high <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're we're going like it's a marathon not a sprint for right me. okay but so like do... how long do you think it takes you to get through 100 pages i would say that on an average day i would read between 100 and 200 pages okay just throughout the day okay. alex what about you what's your speed like i mean me and you have similar, similar speeds but it's like 100 pages an hour is probably yeah generally my what that's I how do. i estimate how long a book is going to take me yeah. uh if it's if it's 300 pages i assume it's going to take me about three three to four hours potentially um which like is I, why when i looked at brandon sanderson's books and they were 1600 pages i was like so whoa. best case scenario <laughs> 16, 16 hours, hours. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not finishing this today <laughs> yeah like i read so fourth wing specifically that's just the one that is popping to mind i read that in like about six hours and i think it's just under 600 pages it's sitting right beside me so i can grab that and confirm but <laughs> roughly i judge 100 pages an hour that's pretty much what yes. i do okay yeah. uh when did you start reading and i don't mean learn to read because i feel like that's all very similar but when did you start actually like picking up books on your own in a way that you would describe as a reader it's hard because i feel like I don't remember a time I wasn't reading books. <laughs> I actually like, feel the same way, yeah. <laughs> like, was there a moment? Um, Just came out of the room reading. Well, actually, when I was three, I have a vivid memory of pretending to read, like, a lot. Like, that was, like, my favorite <laughs> thing to do. You're like, you know what I'm going to be one day? A reader. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Look at me play. <laughs> Look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, in elementary school, we would have silent reading after mm-hmm. lunch, half yep. an hour, sit down with a book. And I remember grade two, I had... I think the second or third Harry Potter book I was bringing with me. Mm. So I would have been reading. I guess that was probably my first fantasy series. What are you right. in grade two? Like eight? 
nine yeah uh, yeah eight ish that's probably around the same time that i remember like reading bigger books but i again i don't even remember learning to read i feel like i just knew how to read which is not true <laughs> i actually i actually vividly remember lo- trying to learn how to read um yeah. because i went up to my mom one day we had this video game uh, that was supposed to teach you how to read. And I went up to her and I was like, I'm going to learn to read today. And she looked at me with all the preciousness that you look at a small child when they say something insane. And she okay. was like, okay, sweetie. <laughs> uh, so that, that, but I remember that. I remember wanting to read that badly. Like, I feel like I, this makes me sound crazy but i feel like i got to school like kind of knowing already how to read maybe like not kindergarten grade one but like i remember being like the teachers are you know you here's your reading level and i was like already reading books <laughs> like i didn't need to like be. i'm actually the like it was annoying to sit here and like li- like read a story to my teacher so she could see how well i was reading yeah, no, i, I remember testing your reading level i don't i was always above it i don't yeah. know what it was but i was above <laughs> it <laughs> yeah and specifically, we had something in our school. Me and Taylor went to elementary school together. So uh, where I can't remember what specific award it was for the books. But if you went to the library, there were certain books for like this book of the year type award. And if you read all of them, you got to vote on which one won. Or if you read a certain amount. But if you read all of them, you got like a prize. And you had to prove you read the book by going in and like doing a quiz on the book. And like that was great. I loved doing <laughs> that. Like, quiz this is more. fun. <laughs> That was very enjoyable. So <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh, so how often do you read? So we've discussed Tay. Actually, she's already answered. I work <laughs> every her. day, Often. every day for six to seven hours. Apparently. <laughs> I mean, I'm reading less this year again, but I feel like I'm consistent. Uh, like I've been consistent this year with like a book or two a month. Last year, I read just over forty books. So yeah, I was I don't know whatever that is a month, three books a month ish. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's consistent. It's not maybe every day, but I can read fast enough that I can get the books out. <laughs> yeah. When me and Alex do buddy reads, reading the same book at the same time, like we will be on pace with each other, but you will be reading like you like, okay, where are you? Yeah, I'll read. Yeah. And I'm caught <laughs> up now. will be like 80% of the way and I'm at 40 and I'll be like, okay, sweet. And now I got to read 80% of this book <laughs> like, so right. I can get to her like, notes. I will catch up. <laughs> like so it's you're, taken... you're the sprinter yeah, yeah. and you're running beside the marathoner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like I'll She's fall back. She's been going for a couple days. Like and I haven't read. Like oh, let me catch up with you. Yeah, I haven't read for a week, but then I'll catch up that day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I I am chaotic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alex is like that's the perfect word. Hundred percent. I I there are weeks where I read like nonstop. Like that's like all I'm doing. I'm working and then I'm reading and that's that's my life. Mm-hmm. And then there's I go through dry spells where I just can't read and then. And then I read incessantly. I and the problem for me is I know sometimes there's times in my life where I'm like, okay, if I start a book that I'm going to be obsessed with, like I won't be able to function. So like I can't read Yeah, right I now. have the very same <laughs> feeling. But yeah. then if I start a book and I'm not obsessed with it, it's like, oh, what was the point? Yeah. <laughs> like, it like, <laughs> Wait, ruins I like you this. a little bit. So yeah. I, I, I do feel that. And I also, I'm, I'm also a big mood reader in the sense that like there's certain books on my shelf we're even just looking at them right now. I I can tell you what mood I would have to be in to pick it up. Yeah. And I'll go through a phase where that's all I want to read. So I'll read, you know, poetry on end for like a week. And then, and then I really want to read fantasy. And then, you know, I want to dabble in something a little bit more contemporary. So I read some, you know, contemporary fiction or I want to go into my classics. So we're going to read that for a month. And 
it I just feel like I go through phases and then I just have to I just have to let it happen yeah I do kind of a similar thing definitely mood right mood reader um but it's like a book to book basis yeah you're not like a phase you're like I need this book right now like I will commit to a fantasy series and then the next book will be a a classic or yeah you need like a palette cleanse sometimes yeah it's I don't know what's going to be next yeah but it will be something different yeah that's the excitement (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I, yeah I'm a big believer in that so I I want to refocus a little bit so uh (laughs) this is my favorite back on track (laughs) no this is my favorite question so we we all came up with some questions um (laughs) <laughs> and and the question i'm just trying to find it on the list uh what what makes us qualified and gives us the right to make this <laughs> podcast i i know, i believe that was taylor uh but was. i love the gives you gives you the, what gives you the right so alex what gives you the right to create this podcast uh the fact that i want to <laughs> that's really all yeah. i like reading and i want to talk about it this one specifically was a little bit of my baby, though the idea came from Taylor originally um, because Marissa had this podcast and I was like, Marissa, what if I force you to be friends with Taylor for one and we start a podcast together? I'm I'm glad you felt like that's what happened because what I felt like happened was you were like, me and my friend Taylor are going to read uh, The Wheel of Time and I was like, not without me. You're like, not without me, you And I was like, can I please be a part of it? So I'm glad you feel like it didn't happen that way. Okay, no, I feel like I, I feel like we already. both really wanted this to happen and we're both like, how do we make the other person want this to happen? And literally all you had to say was, hey, you want to do this? Yeah. Both of you would be like, yes. Like, I was like, how can I get in on this? Yes. Yeah, that's all. That's what, that's what gives me the right. Yeah, I definitely have zero qualifications um, i don't think that's true i think you you're selling a lot yourself books. a little bit short so what i love most about having known you for like a month uh is that i feel like you already think really deeply about the books you read like even hearing you talk about them and i so think I was like this is the greatest compliment <laughs> like, keep talking <laughs> i um also really like that you both are coming in as kind of fantasy forward readers like you're saying that that is your favorite genre whereas I've always been such a chaotic <laughs> genre reader like I really do read a little bit of everything and so I love that you guys are coming in with that mindset of of it being your favorite genre and I think that gives you the right all right there it is that's my right <laughs> sorry I'll, I'll just also answer think- your question for you no, I love it I also think too it's fun that we are all like have our individual qual- individual qualifications is not the right word that I'm looking for, but like I strictly bleh, strictly fantasy. Uh, Marissa is chaos, and Taylor is like a mixture of the two of us. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And I think what um like what I am gonna bring to the table is a little bit of uh, pretension. <laughs> like I I know the terms. I know you know I'm gonna be talking more deeply about like. Oh, like this is how we would do it in in the Marissa English is the butt degree. actually. <laughs> um, and I don't want to be the butt actually person in the I mean, like, that in a good way. Yeah, but like oh, yeah. I do want to be the butt actually person in the like, hey, this is the word for that. Like this is what you're trying. There's actually a word for what you're the phenomenon you're or like the writing experience that you're going through or whatever. Like that's what this is called and there's a name for it and like I love doing that kind of stuff. Uh, and so that's definitely what I'm bringing to the table. But I'm also just really excited to read 
um, you close know, read a series, close read a series. I love analyzing. Me and Taylor have talked about, and I don't mean to keep being like me and Taylor do this because like, I don't want to like overpower you. No, it's just because <laughs> we do a lot we together. Talk, <laughs> we talk a lot of, about this a lot, but uh, that we didn't like doing book reports in school, but now like that's kind of all we want to do, and we don't have any reason to do book reports. So <laughs> like, this is why we made the podcast. weird for me to type up a book report in school. Yeah. Is the fact that it's a book that you were forced to read. Well, it's either a book you were forced to read or the way that they made you analyze it was not conducive to like the actual reading experience, which is why I'm very excited to break up the books into sections and look deeply at those sections versus trying to read a whole book and then going back and then being like, well, who were the characters? And it's like some of the characters like were big characters, but they might not be worth mentioning because that's not the thing that like most affected you. Also, you don't actually physically have to write out an essay here. You can just speak it. <laughs> yeah. Unless you, I mean, you can write notes, but like you're not gonna, you don't have to type out the, you know, six Pretty days first, essay. people. We don't make notes. <laughs> there's no spell check. There's no. Yeah, there's no like. Uh, was this twelve hundred words? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so our next question is, besides fantasy, what would be your favorite genre? And I think Alex has kind of answered that with science fiction. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, now I'm answering your question, too. Do you have anything to add? I don't think so. That's, okay. Yeah, that's probably my that second go-to. Yeah. Um, mine would probably be nonfiction, um, particularly memoirs. Um, I just like to get a little real-world experience perspective so, from other so memoirs people. specifically or autobiography in general um tell me the difference <laughs> <laughs> so memoirs are more written towards an event um that a person experienced so instead of encapsulating like their whole life it's more about like a particular moment in their life um where they're recollecting kind of um or recollecting like what they were going through during that time so it might be a memoir of somebody who like lived through world war ii or like a specific event in world war ii and focusing around that moment whereas an autobiography will be like this is my whole life up until now um yeah so i think probably memoir more because i don't really care what you were like as a kid unless it was interesting (laughs) (laughs) tell me the interesting parts only yeah let's uh spark knows this and uh yeah make it a memoir yeah i've always said i'm I'm a big fan of like autobiography and memoir and i have to be like viciously and like intensely interested in a person to read a biography which is Mm -hmm. written by someone else Mm -hmm. um because i don't really i want to hear the person's thoughts and not somebody's thoughts on the person more of the time i want your perspective on your experience i definitely have a few times where i've broken that um usually it's because the person just didn't make an autobiography or because they were um i do like reading from perspective close to that person and seeing what tilt they give the stories right so Mm. i read a kirk cobain uh biography which was written by his manager okay um which was interesting because there were definitely some leans and some biases that you could tell he was you know leaning towards because he held the manager role around this mm-hmm. person um also like uh many people have written about a, it's he's a pretty famous ballet choreographer uh george balanchine he never wrote his own autobiography or memoir um but 
you can tell, you know, there's people who wrote about him from being like their his dancer, and that has a very different tilt than like art critics writing about him mm-hmm. or art historians writing about him. And and reading the differences is really interesting because you're like, okay, well, you're definitely coming in with the perspective of like this was a great man, whereas like his students are like, well, he was kind of abusive, <laughs> and you know, you learn a lot more about it that way. I think it's intriguing to read the like all the sides there too. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah perspectives for sure but you have to like really be invested in that person i yeah. wouldn't just pick up an autobiography you're not gonna I lie really care about. probably not gonna pick up those <laughs> biographies. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like if there was somebody you really wanted to learn yeah. about like ironically i'm sitting with a book right now that's i wouldn't say it's a biography of robert jordan third wheel of time but sort of (laughs) Uh, and it's like literally about the series but not in a fantasy way and so i'm laughing because like maybe other people would not be intrigued by this but like it's actually very very i find when you read biographies it's it's because you're really invested yeah like i've only ever read biographies and enjoyed them when i've been really invested Mm -hmm. um and that's a cool experience but it's never one i'm like oh my god somebody else has to read this because i'm like you probably would hate it (laughs) like (laughs) Like, you probably don't care that much about George Balanchine. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's probably that. a me thing. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All right. So do you, oh, I love this question. Do you use the map when you're reading fantasy books? Um, I don't always, but then I get very confused about where things are sometimes. So, but I like don't really look at it, except when it comes to this specific series, The Wheel of Time, I did use the map in that. Um, We hop around a lot. So it's good to. I always take a minute to like look at it at the start as you flip past the map. Um, always sit there and kind of, I think I probably read every city's name <laughs> and kind of get that a lay like of the land. And then I'll read, I won't check back every time we hit a new city, but if we do like a big journey, big travel, mm-hmm. I'll go back and check where we're at. I do love a good map though. Like I'm looking at the, the artwork more than I am looking at the places for sure. Yeah, the prettier the map, <laughs> which the checks, better. Checks out for me. I... I'm going to be honest, I don't think I give any dams about the map until, unless I get really confused, which is not a good sign. Like, if I'm that, con- I just feel like if I need it that bad, like, the author may have not done their job. Um, or if it's a city. So I feel like, so... I, right, if it's a close-up. So of- Ninth House is actually more of an example of this, I feel like, where, uh, because you're talking about, like, specific locations in a city, mm. I did actually refer to the map. You know Just what? because I wanted to know, you know, how far away things were and, like, kind of relative to everything because I would get a little bit lost in that. I feel like that would have helped me in Ninth House because <laughs> I definitely got messed up as to where I, I felt a lot clearer about some of the events once I looked at the map yeah it's a good call so I I do try to do it if it's like a city map but if it is a country map I just <laughs> whatever it's to the north <laughs> we're, <right>. we're journeying <laughs> I think we're... my heaviest map use was Lord of the Rings um Really, like, I don't think I looked at it once. I I'm I fully tracked like the the <laughs> route that, that we went that. on. <laughs> I am actually jealous that you did that. Like I feel like I missed out. I feel like yeah. maybe I need to reread it. You should have printed it out, put it on your wall, and then like every time you got, <gasps> you moved that's a, a brilliant point idea. I love that. All right, that is, that's cute. <laughs> I have another one. I I I, I just like the way it's uh, worded. What is the bookish ick for you? You wrote this question. Do you have one? <laughs> um, I think I probably. Oh, I'm on the I have an ick, and, and this also ties into another question, which I'm gonna just kind of throw out here as well, which is your least favorite fantasy trope. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna just cross off the word fantasy. The least favorite trope uh, 
and I think I share this one with Alex. In fact, I know I do. Is is uh, accidental pregnancy? Yes, immediate no. No, no, <laughs> immediately you no. Cannot do that to me. Just in general, the pregnancy trope of like. Um, I mean, the only thing I can think of right now is Feyre, <laughs> but uh, the like, oh, you know, we've done our journey and now the only things we have to do left is get married and have a baby. <laughs> like that's, yeah, that's what's class- next. <laughs> I'd actually call that like the classic happily ever after. Like yeah. I don't. Which is funny because like it. I am married and have a baby. <laughs> so like it was fine in my life. But like. It just doesn't make sense it's for just, some characters. Yeah. It just yeah. I just don't like it when we've had this crazy journey and like wow this girl like, is like Nesta? so powerful. Yeah. <laughs> so powerful and awesome. And then we the only options for her are get married have a baby. Then yeah. we're done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like we could have done other things. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. I'm, when... I'm a big. I, the, the ick with the accident pregnancy is you can just you can just like smell it from all away. <laughs> When they're like, they're like, (laughs) sorry, I upset Taylor. (laughs) That was visceral. (laughs) That was visceral. But like, you know, it's like, oh, well, they, they have sex and then. And then, you know, you have this like, she throws up and as soon as as she throws up, (laughs) I'm like, "Mm." and then I'm supposed to be surprised when she's like, oh my God, I'm pregnant. I'm like, yeah. Because it happens the same every time. It's she, they have sex. She throws up and then she's like. Wait a minute. Wait, I didn't take the tonic. <laughs> I didn't take the tonic. <laughs> and then and then you're and then you're doing the math and you're like, obviously she's gonna be pregnant. <laughs> it's yeah. been two moons since my last blood. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, a hated trope for me is the woman losing her powers. Yes. Like the super pow- powerful Actual, badass like burn, burn it. female lead, and then you just make her boring. Why? Yeah. Why did you do that to her? Yeah. Let her be powerful. She saved the world, though. Yeah, she had to give it all up, and now she's just a girl. <laughs> Ew. No, thank take you. it back. <laughs> Don't like. Yeah, um, I feel that. A physical, real world bookish ick for me is reading a hardcover book with the dust jacket on. Mm. Oh, interesting. I, I cannot do it. <laughs> You're also not a fan of the pages. Yep. By the way, Taylor, you're not a fan of <laughs> what uh, you don't like? when the pages aren't smooth on the end. Like yes. when it's got like the I don't know what that's called, Marissa. When oh, oh God, now it's like now make I don't it know. look like a like an rustic book. Old. Yeah, like the pages look ripped. Yeah. No, I don't like how it feels when I flip through it. Yeah. So that's a physical. So that is touch. a deckled edge or a rough cut. Yeah. Yeah. You rough cut. I'm not a fan of. Don't just make it nice. I like a rough cut. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. no, I <laughs> no i actually agree i don't mind uh i don't like it when it doesn't make sense for the book mm, okay. like if i'm reading and it's like a fantasy book and it's got, or it's got like witchy vibes or something i'm like yeah this like rough cut edge yeah, i found this right. in the woods yeah like yeah like, this appeared on my doorstep <laughs> yeah, this is magical if it's like you know contemporary about like teens i'm like why why is this happening like <laughs> You know what? I now that we're a physical book X, I don't like matte black covers because fingerprints. fingerprints. Yes, that bothers yeah. me. Yeah, I don't love that because I... it's hard to get rid of them too. Mm-hmm. Also, stickers. Stickers. Uh, Instant yeah. no. That's a no. I hate the stickers. Stickers or the, and the it's fake on, sticker. Uh, Amazon motion picture. Yeah, he can't. Yeah. <laughs> Just movie covers in general. No, thank you. Um. So I ran into one recently, and this is such a weird one, but the first page of the chapter didn't have a good like space mm. 
So it was like really close to oh, the top. Yeah, no. And I, I've never seen it before. And that made me uncomfortable. Yeah, oh, actually, it. I had a book that the, the words went to the bottom of the page. Yeah, the I was margins. Like, if the margins are holding no, I don't like it. I don't like when we don't finish a chapter and start the new chapter on the next page when it mm. just continues. Oh, that's yeah. really popular with old books. No. Yeah. Or the mass market paperbacks. Yeah, yeah. I don't love that. Yeah. I want because I want the end page and then I can put a bookmark and I can start the next chapter later on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but when it just flows, then there's no good end point and then obviously I just have to read the whole book without <laughs> there's no <laughs> and place I can't for me always to stop. afford to do that. <laughs> okay. Uh what is your bookish toxic trait? You're gonna hate me when I say this, Marissa. I know what it is. I dog ear books. <laughs> yeah, that is a toxic trait. I'm sorry. That is no, no, no. I am happy that you know it's a problem. <laughs> I really try. I, I would never do it to someone's book who I'm borrowing. Which um, is the only reason we're still friends. <laughs> I would never do that. But if if I'm like, if there's nothing around me, I'm like, I don't want to get up. Just fold the page. Especially yeah. if it's a mass market. I feel much easier about doing that. Yeah. If it's like a really nice copy with a hardcover and like we're looking at fancy cover i'm much less likely to do it but i do i will say so i'm that that's definitely that's an ick for me (laughs) but i will say when i go into a used bookstore and i find a book Mm -hmm. like if if i find out you write in books i want to burn you alive but also if i find a book that's written in and dog-eared and it just looks like nicely beaten up Mm -hmm. and loved like that is so nice but i also Mm -hmm. don't want to meet the person who did it (laughs) i I don't want to know you but thank you (laughs) yeah like i like the aesthetic of it when it's been done in a way that you can tell they just reread it lots yeah and they loved it. And wasn't like a... I hate but it wasn't like, angry. I didn't take care of this book yeah. kind of thing. I, me and Taylor are big thrift store used book girlies. <laughs> <laughs> so my a copy of A Memory of Light has a stamp in it from like a personal library. And I don't, that just is enjoyable for me. I don't know who yeah. this person is, but I love it. I love that. <laughs> I actually have a book from, it's a really old copy of a book and it is dated 1905. I love that. Whoa. And I just love that this person wrote in the front of the book because I'm like, one, I have a date of of how old it must be. Mm -hmm. And also, like, it's just, it's, like, so cool. Um, And that's how I feel about, like, older books with stuff written in them. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, this feels more like, like, it's, like, transcending the generations almost. This book has been through some stuff. Yeah. And it's it's, it's been around. It's bore a mark from all of its... Mm -hmm owners like yeah. i love that but also when i see someone dog ear a book in public i i have to look away <laughs> shame i will say my toxic trait is in the room with us um which is i have Alex? 200 books <laughs> on my tbr that are unread <laughs> that are physically owned by me <laughs> and unread yeah. yeah yeah but they look really nice they look beautiful <laughs> they shame me every day <laughs> i think mine is probably I mentioned it before, taking a book everywhere I go, even if it's inappropriate. To oh, have a book I wasn't with me. considering that a toxic trait, but it probably is. So I'm, I'm <laughs> like with it. you I on that one. I feel someone like looking your, in is like, your why? parents would be like, I, I'm thinking that because please be social. <laughs> my dad would say that to me as I was reading Harry Potter at Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah that like, was me. What are you doing? Yeah, that was or me. like a sports my, event. My brother, yeah, when he used to play hockey all the parents knew me as either the girl who was playing on her Game Boy or had her head in a book. Like I was one or the other. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And that has 
that has lived on to this day. <laughs> uh, an- another ick that you just reminded me of is if I am reading anywhere in public and someone comes up and says, what are you reading? Yeah, actually, like, that's the worst thing you can possibly do to a reader. <laughs> don't talk to me. <laughs> I am reading. The what are you reading and what's it about? I don't have the time to explain to you what it's about. Honestly, I probably don't even know what it's about. <laughs> if I'm in the mood to dissect the entire you know, plot with you and you're sitting in a vehicle and you have nowhere to go, I th- I'll tell you. I feel, <laughs> don't I ask feel, me. <laughs> I feel the problem with it is it, they don't actually want to hear about it. Yeah. And that's the problem. Like, I actually have no problem talking about the book, but don't expect me to do it in five seconds. And yeah. that's that's the expectation. It's like right? a how are you, but you don't really listen to the answer. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I don't care. I'm just, it's just interrupting you. <laughs> All right. I, I, I want to get through a few more questions. So we're going to just pick up the pace here. But what is something that proves you're nerdy? I'm just going to say this right now. I think I've already proven it. Yeah. Look. <laughs> proof like, is in the pudding. Like, in your house right now. You've proven it. <laughs> the fact that I was like, let's take five minutes to talk about the difference between low and high fantasy comes to mind. <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to leave my answer already done. <laughs> yeah, you did it. That's good. You go first. I have to think about this. Well, I'm actually can't really think of one for myself, but I can think of one for you. Well, that's Tell fun. Why, Do please. it for each other. Um, yeah. It would be your wall in your house that is covered in Star Wars pictures. Yes, my collage wall, my it, Star Wars room. It is very cool. I actually called that our nerd room, so that's fair. There, 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 there <laughs> it is. It. You have a nerd room. Yeah. Um, oh, Tay, what's yours? I don't know. I feel like you like just my personality. How <laughs> <laughs> I go about life. You've got General. the glasses. You're tearing a book everywhere. You're like video game girl as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just this the whole vibe is yeah. is nerd. I think like carrying the book everywhere really speaks. I feel like yeah. also the fact that Lord of the Rings and you choose to be the Hobbit is qualifications <laughs> that you're also a nerd. <laughs> like all of these options, I'm yeah. like I would be the Hobbit yeah. in my cottage. <laughs> I love that (laughs) (laughs) that's the happiest place to be it's so happy yeah absolutely all right we also i really want to talk about this so what was your first fictional crop um okay Okay, i'm gonna i'm gonna say mine (laughs) so touchstone by sab and and sabriel i think that was like the first time i was like really in love with character yeah Yeah. mine is genuinely from a children's book um it was the frog princess series (gasps) That's cute. And uh, it was Edric. And it was like the first character or first time in a book where there were two characters that were like kind of falling in love and like he fell first, you know, like he loved her and she was the cool princess witchy girl who like had other things to do. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's so okay, cute. So he you actually her. just reminded me of an earlier one, which <laughs> was uh, Char from LA Enchanted. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> love him i loved him so much all i wanted to do as like the what eight ten year old who read this book was find him like i was like I, where is he where is he and when is he gonna come and fall in love with me <laughs> i can't remember book specific um but this is like i was pretty too young for this to be appropriate but like harrison ford in in as han solo in star wars like instantly i was in love with him and then indiana jones yeah absolutely thank you (laughs) he's like significantly older than i was when i saw that movie but i was like wow i love him (laughs) and then also probably draco but not draco tom felton because yeah there's a difference it Mm -hmm. wasn't draco because draco's an asshole it was tom felton as draco also, as young girls reading, there were a lot of books that focused on 
the guy who was an asshole. Yes. Who then turned out to be like I can fix him. I can fix him. <laughs> really nice guy. I mean, I just told you Who's I was in love with Han Solo. And like Han Solo is kind of the asshole. Of the show. Yeah, no, I actually get like <laughs> a little bit up until maybe like the sixth book of like Draco Malfoy can be saved. Yeah. <laughs> and and then he kind of commits. Then he can't be saved. Yeah. I, I know, uh, which I, is funny because he's blonde and I don't that's that's the that's, cardinal sin. That's the cardinal sin normally. But <laughs> yeah. for some reason I was like, oh look at him he's so cute. <laughs> but he was like the icy blonde. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh I think I think I just want to cross off two more. So if you were in a fantasy world, what would your role slash vibe i'm laughing because i talked about this with taylor before and i was like i think of as soon as i read that question what started playing in my head is the archer by taylor swift i was like (laughs) i'd be the archer (laughs) that is me i'm the elf the elven archer like uh, legolas (laughs) but girl version i guess like um from aragon Arya. yes Arya. Yeah, yeah absolutely um mine would be the cottage witch using magic to grow my garden and talk to animals <laughs> and brewing potions and making soup i love that i would just like i want to be magical but i just want to have my little hobby farm and exist like you're the one where like the main character shows up and you have to like heal them or like give them the path to yeah. the final destination like, i have that magical object that's gonna help you on your journey yeah yeah. I don't continue the journey with you. Yeah, no, I'm gonna stay here because <laughs> I'm not leaving my house. <laughs> but uh, yeah, still, I love that. Still witchy. I, I'm gonna go with uh, you know, a little bit of like D and D roles here, but like I'm very much the wizard who has like been way too long in the library. <laughs> <laughs> like that is me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I have to be forced out on the adventure, but I'm ve- I feel like I'm very useful yeah. once I'm there. Yeah. But I'm I'm stuck in the library. You're quote, you have forced. to come. The main characters have to come find me. I'm a plot quest. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. All right. I I also want to talk about a couple of fantasy tropes that we like. So our favorite things to find in fantasy books. I'm gonna throw this one out there again. It may not just be a fantasy specific trope. I'm big enemies to lovers. If if you want to earn a quick star from Marissa, that's absolutely that's, that's a good one. That is. Um, I am a big and maybe this is generic also, but like a found family girl. I I love that found family and like um secret uh like royalty. I love oh, that. I love royalty. the trope of like yeah. they were lost and they know that they're technically the king or queen, but like they can't tell anybody until a certain point. And found family, but specifically when like the found family, they find out that they are actually siblings, not when they've already made out. They don't, <laughs> not after I don't the approve kissing. of that, <laughs> but their found family, they become friends and then like they discover that like actually they're like long You don't want to find the guy who... <laughs> who... I want to go there. <laughs> who... <laughs> Who, who who should be protecting you from boys? <laughs> are thinking of doing no, no. <laughs> exactly what he wants to do to you. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, that's not your vibe. That's not my vibe. <laughs> um, I second found family. That yeah. one, that one gives me the warm and fuzzies. I feel like it's because a lot of, and this is not in a traumatic way or anything, but like I had a lot of like friend aunties growing up. So, like, a lot of the family that I hung out with was not actually related to me, but, like, I feel like that's why but I look for that in family. books. Yeah. yeah. 
I, same. I have another one. This is very romantic based and like not fantasy based at all. But I've recently discovered I really like the 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 guy who appears to be grumpy, but he's only grumpy because he doesn't know how to deal with his feelings of love. <laughs> like <laughs> that is very specific. <laughs> but I've read a couple books recently where they like that's very much the main love interest, and I I just like every time I'm like, oh my god, it's <laughs> all I want. <laughs> Do you got any more? Um, not really a trope but like something that i like um in reading is when the author commits to killing someone off um, <clears throat> i don't like when they come back yeah so actually this is a big pet peeve of mine this is probably one of like my biggest literary pet peeves is you can't um can't kill your when darlings. you're yeah you can't kill your Alex knows where I'm going. You can't kill your darlings. So there's a term in creative writing uh, called kill your darlings, which essentially is a term you'll use when you're reading someone's story and you're like, you've held on to this idea for too long. Like you need to let it go. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I find that there are a lot of books where I'm like, you didn't kill your darling and Mm -hmm. you should have. Or you can't put them in that situation. So And like when there's, I feel like it comes up in fantasy. Um, like big battles and war and and nobody dies and no everyone makes it out like (laughs) what what was i building up to yeah Yeah. nothing happened there was no stakes there yeah yeah so and i feel like you can only get away with that a couple times before i really don't care anymore yeah so that was the feeling i really had with the actar series and i was like i don't know why we're still talking about these people because they're never gonna die i still stop putting them at risk i sobbed in whatever the third one is when i don't want to be we've already spoiled this but like when rise dies and comes back i bawled my eyes i knew he wasn't dead i knew he was coming back i still cried (laughs) well i cry at when they're saying goodbye like when you know like she's about to die or whatever and is saying goodbye to the person and like that moment makes me cry yeah but see i can't commit to the cry unless i think it's actually going to happen and with with um Sarah J. Moss in particular, but I've I've run into other authors. I don't mean to just pick on her, but she's the biggest one that I know who does this with every story. <laughs> and she um, but like when I know that you don't like the author doesn't mean it, yeah, like I'm like, I'm not gonna like you can't make me feel bad. Yeah, well that's why when I like that they commit it. You yeah. say goodbye, make me cry, and like do it. <laughs> or at least have it so much at stake and willing to do it that if they do reunite, I actually feel like they overcame something and not they just got saved by the author yeah Mm -hmm. or like even wounded in some way like if there is like an actual physical um i'm just thinking of like when cassian's wings get shredded and then they're all worried that he will never be able to fly again like if he couldn't fly again like i feel like that would have been like wow he actually like went through something and like lost something but there there. was no actual consequence oh his wings we can't do a c-section but we can fix these wings Also, like Cole in Throne of Glass, yeah, just very die. much being fixed by magic. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, and the help of a woman, of course, and uh. the love of a woman. <laughs> uh, I, I, I also so. Oh, well, you, you really had a strong. I, I was, I was <laughs> ready. We I was dead stopped. Oh, another. So one of the other fantasy tropes I do really love is uh, when, and it has to be done right, obviously. I mean, I feel like that goes without saying for all of these, but when, and it's kind of like the secret royalty thing where like somehow they're more powerful than everyone realizes Mm -hmm. and they're Mm -hmm. constantly being underestimated and they have that big moment where they get to like reveal it. Mm -hmm. Like that'll kind of get me every time where I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, you actually are really badass. A big reveal is very much a... a If it's earned, I like it definitely has to be earned and there's way to to do it where i'm like that was 
I could see that coming like a mile away or that wasn't like I do love a good a good heist too like six of crows that whole vibe I, I like a good heist storyline maybe that's not necessarily a trope but it's more of like the whole story no that's a that's trope the heist good. yeah 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 I, I like a good when it's like you said properly earned and not just like and surprise here's yes. why they knew all of the things <laughs> that they know <laughs> yes um I also am not I mean you mentioned this already Taylor but like I definitely hate the the women losing power in particular but um, I think that's also why I hate the pregnancy a lot because it's always like, oh, well, so-and-so lost her powers because she was pregnant. Or, yeah, or like, oh, she can't do magic while she's pregnant because like yeah. we don't know what's going to happen. Like, this baby. is a magical yeah. world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Anything can happen. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. yeah. No. All right. So any other things you want to add or you think people should know about you before we end our intro to the Queens of Fantasy? Um, do we want to do a quick this or that? Yes. Taylor did have some this or that's written down. Okay. That I like. Let's, let's go for fire. it. Just rapid fire. Okay. Yeah. Coffee or tea? I'm a coffee. Coffee, I'm a coffee too. Uh, rain or shine? Rain. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Paperback or hardcover? Ooh. <sighs> Because you know there's a good floppy paperback out there. Okay, that's a really hard one because I want to say paperback, but I'm collecting Wheel of Time books in hardcover because like I, I like the look of I them. I would say versatility goes to paperback. Like I throw those in my bag a lot easier. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like what I actually collect, definitely hardcover. Here's what I want. I want the hardcover version to look on my shelf. And then I want the paperback to quickly put on my bag when I need to read a book yes. somewhere. <laughs> I think I'm paperback when it's floppy yeah but otherwise floppy hardcover is good without yeah. the dust jacket on yeah <laughs> that's funny <laughs> very specific uh story graph or goodreads story graph that's right sure. everyone gets story graph yeah <laughs> uh dog ear or bookmark bookmark looking at you alex i'm a dog ear girl i'm sorry Dirty. i will use a, a good bookmark maybe it's i don't have good enough bookmarks maybe that's the problem i feel like you need to commit to post-it notes post-it notes are a game changer mm. Be uh, because you I'm always stick using the them receipt. on no, but you stick them on the back of your book while you're reading, oh. and then you pull them off. Oh, Actually, good... you made me a paperclip bookmark, and I've stuck it on like a piece of cardstock or whatever. So mm-hmm. when I'm not using it, I just paperclip it to the cover, and then I can that's a good slip it in. That's a good one. Yeah, I should yeah. make you one of these. It's, you it's you literally made me a bookmark. I, know, I made you, you one, and I made it. them for myself, and I don't know where they are. <laughs> um annotate or keep pristine i personally keep pristine but like i said i love it when i get it and it's annotated like i want to be an annotator but like i am not going to take the time to do it (laughs) i haven't annotated but if i did i I would need a second copy of the book (laughs) to do it uh magic wielding or weapon skills magic wielding come on alex (laughs) (laughs) i think i'm gonna say weapons if I you're the archer magic, you gotta, but you i gotta do say, gotta say weaponry yeah, yeah. I, w- I would be magic so versatile yeah um and then sword or bow and arrow bow. but i love a good sword fighter i in real life want to learn how to sword fight just to know yeah i could take a man's head See? off if i needed to <laughs> <laughs> i want to learn how to lightsaber fight um but that would not be I don't useful. have a person who can teach you that. <laughs> that would not be useful for actually taking heads off. So. I, I, well, I am I mean, through if it was and through. Real, if it was a real lightsaber. Bow and arrow. Like, I would not be that close to a fight. Yeah. I, I, I want to be strong enough to I be I want to be there, in but... the shadows. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Um, a wraith. And this is my last one. New book or reread favorite? Reread, I think. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to say that. Yeah. I I actually hate my life right now. Like, that's how I feel about that question. I'm, oh, sorry. <laughs> I, uh, 
I feel like I've ended up with 200 unread books in my house because reread. Mm. <laughs> I haven't reread a book in years. It's actually it's been, been a while since I've reread a book. There's just so many out there that yeah, it's a I'm, hard I'm never going to be able to read all the books. I've maybe I've evolved because I used to be very much a rereader, but then I started to realize how many books are in the world. And then I was like, well, I can't. I don't have time to reread this right now. I have to move on. <laughs> I would like the comfort of a good reread, though. Yeah. This is why Aragon is my favorite because I reread it so many times. Mm. But I also reread Breaking Dawn a lot of times. So like that <laughs> doesn't necessarily I can't mean that anything. Good book I was Every reading. time you say that, I know this fact about you. Every time you say that, I get uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know why that was the one I chose to reread all the time. I thought you were going to say, I don't know why you get uncomfortable in either list. <laughs> I, like, I very oh. much know why. <laughs> All right. Well, as much as I think we can talk about books even longer, that is the end of our intro. <laughs> Alex intro. looks upset for some reason. You know, next up, it's it's my turn to lead. It's my turn to lead. So our first series is going to be The Wheel of Time. And we decided you can to... definitely look at those episodes uh, now that you know us a little bit better. And if there's other seasons out, wow, good for us. We're doing great. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, so uh, we've only planned the first season. Uh, we do have a Discord that you can join. So you can go ahead and go into the description of this podcast and click there. And you can start your journey with the Wheel and of Time. And follow us on Instagram. We do have an Instagram account as well. So the name of that is Alex. Queens of Fantasy Pod. Okay. So yeah. you can go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram to see pretty pictures of our books and also updates that yeah. we are keeping regularly. Uh, and then I will say for me, I have a couple things I want to add in here. So you can go ahead and follow me on my personal account if you want. That's Maddie Dancer on Instagram. But I also have uh, the Book Jar Pod on Instagram, which is our other my other podcast. Uh, one I run with my best friend Megan, where we talk about a variety of books, not just fantasy books. So uh, if that seems like your cup of tea or cup of coffee, I guess <laughs> uh, you can go ahead and give that a listen and that a follow on Instagram as well. And then I'm just gonna throw this out there because I have it, but I also play video games and I do that under the name of Crowned Heathens with two of my other friends. And uh, you can follow that on Instagram as well. Uh, at crowned heathens there alex how about you where can people find you um well i do have a personal account but that's private so you can follow me at uh, a creative al on instagram it's mostly graphic design stuff right now but i was planning to post more book stuff and things about this podcast so nice feel free to take a look at that i do have a tiktok account um that i haven't posted on in a long time called al's books but i was thinking of uh dedicating it to queens of fantasy stuff so mm -hmm. that may or may not be switched by the time you're listening to this podcast <laughs> and that is it <laughs> uh you can't find me i'm a ghost <laughs> <laughs> i live in the shadows <laughs> um alex is trying to convince me to make a bookstagram so if that happens i'll let you know but as of right now just Don't follow uh queens of fantasy podcast yeah that's where you can talk to taylor <laughs> yeah all right well with that i'm excited to dive into our first adventure together and thank you so much for listening everyone bye bye <laughs>